the first thing has to do with with mentality or how you approach the CEO role or or any man- managerial role for that matter. Um, I, I see managerial roles as supports as being support staff for others, and and this is sort of like a reversed hierarchy uh, based on which I, I try to understand what my role is. And are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders? without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Lori Kinkar of Masente. Lori, it's great to have you on the show. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks. Super excited to have you on. And before we jump into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Lori so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Lori is a salesman at heart and currently the CEO and founder of, of Macente, a global messaging platform using millions of micro business transactions every day in Europe, Latin America, and Southeast Asia. Contrary to a typical tech startup, Lori and his co-founders bootstrapped the company from day one and have taken it to close to 10 million euro annual revenue without ever raising any outside investments. Lori, super excited to have you on the show here about all the awesome things you're doing and building. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I, I know I touched on it a little bit. I wanted to hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> uh, I think that takes me back to uh, year 2001. I uh, went to uh, the university in Estonia where Mesente is based. Uh, and um, uh, I, in the, during my first year, I met a guy who... Uh, uh, had just founded a company uh, providing telecom services, you know, mobile payments and, and this kind of stuff. And this was this was way before smartphones, uh, so so super innovative uh, back at that at, at that time. And uh, so he persuaded me to join uh, them, and I became their first salesperson. Um, I didn't really know the first thing about sales back then. We both studied public administration in the university, which means that we were uh, destined to become uh, public officials, basically government officials. Um, But I read a couple of books and kind of got going. Um, As it were, I did really well. And this was one of the factors that enabled the company to take off as well. Mm, I had no family back then, obviously, being uh, being a college student, and uh, this kind of enabled me to work at a pretty fast pace. And you know, back then, everybody at the company did. Uh, and especially, I remember you know being in Maastricht uh, in the Netherlands as an exchange student at some point, <clears throat> which was pretty much supposed to be a five month long party. And uh, I ended up spending that, uh, you know, doing lectures and seminars during the daytime and then sales work uh, for that company in the evenings uh, over Skype and the email back then. So I kind of uh, kept selling, um, became a partner pretty early on, then managed their sales teams across two or three countries. And uh, then when the company turned into a group consisting of, uh, I think, seven to eight tech companies, uh, they started investing into Estonian startups. Uh, I also occasionally consulted a few other uh, associated companies in the group, uh, everything about sales. Nice. And uh, at some point, uh, uh, we used different messaging APIs and, and messaging SMS messaging software 
Um, but they were never transparent enough and kind of lacking in the service side of things. Um, so we felt that there's a gap in messaging uh, where we could, which we could fill and do it better than the companies we worked with. Um, and uh, so this became you know, a challenge that I sort of took up. Um, I was joined with two great co-founders who are still my co-adventurers today and two people that I work the closest with uh, every day. And we kind of got going. Um, Mesenta has been growing month over month ever since. And uh, this is about for seven years now. So uh, this is sort of the, my, my, my story till here in a nutshell. Could you take us through, I know you touched on it a little bit, take us through a little bit more on how Mesenta works and, and how you serve the clients that you work with. Well, basically, Mesenta uh, is an SMS messaging platform. Uh, so it's a software uh, which connects your service to all the mobile networks in the world, directly or indirectly, um, so that you can send SMS to any phone in the world. Uh, so basically, it is a building block or sort of like a Lego block for digital for building digital services. And if your digital service needs to be able to deliver business critical reminders or notifications or alerts, uh, you don't need to figure out uh, how to do it yourself or build it from scratch. You integrate us and we take the complexity out of it. And, um, and as I mentioned, uh, the telecom landscape uh, in the world or internationally uh, can be quite tricky, um, technologically, legally, and in other ways. So um, we um, want to be, uh, we want to create transparency for our clients in this uh, sort of uh, complex landscape. Uh, so we translate all this complexity into one simple API that everybody can use. Uh, nice. And just to give you an example, you know, what kind of messages that we're dealing with or, or, or what are we delivering? You know, your bank might send you an SMS when someone transfers you money or, you know, your airline sends you an SMS when your flight is delayed or a courier might send you a heads up when he arrives, this kind of stuff. Nice. I absolutely love that. And so what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? And this could be for the business itself or you yourself as an individual. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Mm hmm. Well, um, the reason we started Mesenta was, was not that there were no similar tools out there. It was the lack of transparency and the lack of reliability that we kind of found. Um, the companies who were providing similar tools were sort of black boxes. You had very little idea of whether your messages got delivered uh, or not. And if not, then what happened to them? So we kind of set out to change that. And, uh, and this you know, the, provide, the, 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 uh, the attempt to provide this full transparency and also great customer service is something that we're still 100% committed to. And, uh, you know, if, if there's a secret sauce to what we do, uh, then that is probably it. And there's one thing that I'm super proud of, actually, that now seven years later, Mesenta's first customer who trusted us enough to basically pay what we do, right? Uh, they're still with us. And by no means are they a small account. Uh, so that to me is sort of illustrative that we might have gotten a few things right. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I wanted to uh, switch gears a little, little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Mm -hmm. um, especially in the last few years, I've been very mindful about how I plan my time and how I, how I manage my, my, my schedule. Um, and I have a few principles that I use, and at least you know me, they have served me well. Um, the first is is I 
regularly uh, schedule time for thinking. And that's that, that sounds a little bit a uh, little bit uh, basic, but uh, um, I find that uh, you know if if you're in a position, if you're in a managerial position, or if you're a CEO of the company, then uh, uh, there's a lot uh, that you need to you put into your schedule, and you'll very soon find yourself doing back-to-back calls, back-to-back meetings, and then uh, with with sort of no time to digest things and perhaps you know process some of your ideas, and and I very consciously. Uh, schedule time for that um, in my calendar. And the second thing is that I'm very mindful about uh, uh, when in the day uh, I do my best creative work or when in the day I do my best administrative work. Uh, for example, for me, you know, I'm an early bird. Uh, I, uh, I do my best creative stuff uh, in the morning and, uh, and my, 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 brain and my thought process pretty much uh, shut down from you know six o'clock in the afternoon uh, and and also uh, the two hour slots um, after uh, a workout or if I do any sports are great for creativity as well so I'm pretty mindful about uh, which meetings or which calls I schedule where and so I you know I, I work on my inbox perhaps in the afternoons but if I may have to make a decision um, then I usually schedule this stuff uh, for uh, you know to a morning slot because there I feel that I I see more combinations perhaps if you will um, and then the third thing that I try to follow and and I frequently fail with with this <laughs> following this principle as well is I try not to schedule anything more than one week ahead and that that is extremely tricky but the th- but why I, I try to do that is that I find that, uh, you know, you get a lot of things which need your attention and uh, you'd want to give this attention to all the things that are happening uh, in your company. So you're kind of tempted to book things two, three, four weeks in advance sometimes because you run out of slots in your calendar. And when that time arrives uh, a few weeks later, those things might not be super relevant anymore or they might not be of the highest priority, but they will change your focus for that day. Uh, and I believe that, you know, uh, the ideal scenario for me is if I get to start each of my week with a more or less empty calendar to be able to say that, okay, here's what looks important right now. And this is what I'm going to do. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you happen to a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. The first thing has to do with with mentality or how you approach the CEO role or or any managerial role for that matter. Um, I I see managerial roles as supports as being support staff for others, and and this is sort of like a reversed hierarchy uh, based on which I I try to understand what my role is. And, uh, you know, there are salespeople out there uh, doing calls, uh, meeting customers bringing in business. Uh, There are customer support people in your company that are talking to uh, clients. Um, There's the the tech team who's building the software that my center relies uh, on. And I think that on a day-to-day basis, um, the the CEO's job or any manager's role is really to eliminate obstacles from the paths of these people uh, and let them do their best work. Um, So if if I had to pick one main thing, perhaps that would be it. Um, and a second thing, which is really super simple, uh, so I'm, I'm not even sure whether that's worth mentioning, but it kind of, we had a discussion uh, the other day with one of my colleagues and, uh, and the super simple uh, tip is to say thank you a lot. Um, 
why I'm even why I'm even bringing this up is that I think it's overlooked uh, as a as a management tool, um, and and what I mean by saying thank you is not saying thanks sort of like superficially like we all do a hundred times a day, but it's it's uh, it's expressing gratitude to to really tell something that hey what you did right now was super important to the company and we all really appreciate what you did thank you and i think that that this is sometimes overlooked especially when the schedules are hectic and especially uh when uh, you know there's a lot on your plate uh and 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 you mentioned the time machine uh if i really had to had the chance to visit my younger self, perhaps uh, I might tell him that, uh, you know, don't worry about the imposter syndrome. It's not going to go away. It's an ever, it's an ever present feeling. And um, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Laurie, what does being a CEO mean to you? I've, I've heard uh, a great uh, quote by someone um, which which went something like this, that the job of a CEO is to make sure there's money in the bank and the right people doing the right jobs. And this kind of sounds uh, pretty true. Uh, but these days, when I have thought about um, uh, the, the, the role of a CEO, then what I would perhaps add or, or yeah, kind of add to it is um, that the CEO needs to bring clarity and bring faith. Um, so what I mean by this is that, uh, what I mean by clarity is that uh, life is full of complexities and business is full of complexities. Um, and bringing clarity for me means being able to distill what's actually important right now and what's just noise and making sure that the company moves where it needs to move. And by saying this, I have to admit that I'm not a big fan of long-term visions um, or, you know, for me, uh, anything beyond six months uh, looking into the future becomes just guesswork, really. Um, but uh, I mean, uh, you just have to have this reality check. What are we doing here right now, basically? Uh, this, is what, this is what clarity means for me. And, and, and about bringing faith, uh, for me, faith in, in this context means simply showing or demonstrating that the thing that we're doing here, firstly, makes sense. And secondly, it's possible to achieve what we're aiming for. Uh, so bring clarity and bring faith. Lori, truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do was just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, well, Mesente uh, is growing. Uh, we're hoping that our footprint in the messaging industry is getting bigger and bigger, and and uh, and that more and more uh, companies would trust our building block to build awesome digital services themselves using it. And obviously, technology allows us to do so much more uh, than we're doing right now, software-wise. Uh, um, we in, during the next year um, we are. Uh, adding uh, a lot of machine learning based uh, features to our platform to have the platform make uh, decisions, the more simple decisions that currently are made by uh, people. And so I'm super excited for what's ahead uh, for Mesenta. Myself, um, you can uh, always find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I quit 
Twitter uh, a while ago. So I'm not really super active in social media channels, uh, but LinkedIn and email. And uh, my email can be found at Mesenta's homepage, mesenta.com. So uh, feel free to ping me and, and have a chat. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Lori, truly appreciate that. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can, you know, follow up with you. But I, I love, you know, hearing about all the awesome things that you're working on. Looking forward to having you back on to hear the progression and all the things that you, you know, you and your team have been working on. But I think we sometimes forget um, that there was once a time the things that we're experiencing from a technological standpoint were once just somebody's idea. So really getting an opportunity to think about all the things that we'll see as innovations and the things that your team is working on is, is really exciting. So thank you so much for reminding us of that and doing that as well and i hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day thank you for listening to the i am ceo podcast powered by cb nation and blue 16 media tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co i am ceo is not just a phrase it's a community don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.